Welcome to the Encourage Her Community Podcast. I'm Joe, your co-host here at Encourage Her. Welcome to the community. We are women who choose to encourage. In a world full of critics, we need more encouragers. Let's get some encouragement today. Happy Monday. Good morning. Happy Monday. It's Joe and Sarah. And we are back. Last week was Easter for us and spring break, which for Sarah and I meant kids home all the time and seasonal allergies. <laughs> so if you hear both of us, we're both a little bit seasonal sounding. Um, so just, you know, it is what it is. Seize the day, right? We are showing up this morning for you and we're so excited you're here. Maybe you're joining us for the very first time and maybe you're returning. Welcome, sister. This podcast is for you. We call this the Encourage Her Community Podcast because it's for you and others. So make sure as you're listening, um, if you hear something that you're like, oh, I know somebody who really needs that, send it to her. That's our goal for this to be heard by others, to encourage her. So this day, um, our whole goal today is just to sort of wrap up prayer. And we are not claiming or even attempting to conquer the topic of prayer in four weeks. We simply just wanted to touch on the topic, and it's something that we feel we'll come back to again and again because prayer is everything. And today, we really felt led to wrap up this month's theme of prayer um, by just talking about a few things um, considering the author of life. But I wanted to sort of remind you where we've been this month. So we kicked off our month with a message of hope from Sarah, and she was talking about how prayer, if we take it down to the basic definition, is really communication with God. And we encouraged you in our practical second week podcast to really just pray without ceasing, to not compartmentalize him out of an aspect of your life, to keep him in all things Pray through all things and seek him first in all things by simply talking to him. That could look like prayer requests. That could look like praising. That can look like no words at all. Just showing up and spending time with him. And Stacy and I last week talked all things prayer. If you haven't listened to the podcast this month, please go back and listen. And today, here we are with our wrap-up conversation all about prayer. So this morning, um, we want to just read to you first from Hebrews. Awesome. So I'm going to read Hebrews 12, 2. This is the NIV version, and it says, Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Other versions say, the author and perfecter of our faith. Yeah, and that's kind of what, like Sarah and I have been talking about a lot of things regarding prayer. And it's certainly, as we said, hard to wrap up prayer. So we're not really wrapping up prayer, but we wanted to kind of end with this thought, the author of life. We love that. And it just made me think of a visual. So we've been talking so much, as I said, about prayer being a simple conversation with God, but it's not simple. God is God. (laughs) And we can sometimes sort of forget who we're praying to. We can almost become comfortable um, with the person of God, so much so that we forget that he's the author of life. 
He literally knows all things, sees all things, hears all things, and I love that, perfects all things. He's the perfecter of your life. Mm -hmm. Not to say your life is perfect. He is the perfect one. He is writing a perfect, big, big story. And when I thought about this and this wrap-up podcast, I was thinking, let's remind the women of that, who it is you're praying to, the author of life. And I want us almost to like picture ourselves. We were trying to visualize this before we started. And I'm imagining, you know, an actual author, someone holding a pen, writing a big, big story. And all of us, us included, Sarah and I, you listening, we're all characters in that story. And what if we viewed prayer from that lens? What if we viewed our life as being a character in a huge story? The kingdom of God's story. And he is writing it right now as we record this. He's still, he's written it already. But he, we can seek that story that he's written. We can seek it right now. And if you can imagine yourself as a character putting your hands up, almost like palms open, right? Like Stacey and I talked about last week, look up child, right? Look up character and look to the author of God for your answers you seek, for your desires you seek. Look to the author who knows all things. Ask him, what's on my next page today, Lord? What's in the next chapter? He knows and he will provide the answer. That doesn't mean it's going to go the way you want. It's not going to be at the time that you want, maybe. These are some things we've been discussing. But we're really quick, if we're honest, ladies, and I think it's fair to say that women are really quick to grab that pen and dream and plan away our lives when ultimately he's written the story already. So we want to just encourage you with that. That's exciting that we get to show up to the author of life and ask and receive and find freedom and peace in that. Being the character, we get to be a character in his story. Yeah, we love this visual because we feel like it actually um, allows us to tie so many different pieces into it. I said, you know, with this story, this book, there's certain narratives that are already built into the storyline, right? Like Mm -hmm. we know that Jesus is the perfecter of our faith. That means that he stepped on Satan's head, he crushed the serpent's head, and therefore we win in the end. Mm -hmm. You might not feel like you're in a season where you're winning right now. You might feel like you're actually in a season where... Things aren't working out for you. But ultimately, your life, if you stay committed to your purpose and following God's plan for your life, committing your will to Him over and over every single day, continuing to work your salvation out with Him, your life will bring glory to God, which is a victory for the kingdom of God Mm -hmm. for all of us, right? And we know that there's also um, freedom written into our story, right? We have freedom. At some point, we will be free from sin, Some of us are going to have those moments of real freedom where we overcome things in our journey, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Freedom from addiction, freedom from sin, freedom from your old life, right? Where you can be free in Jesus and just have that peace. We also know that Jesus died so that we could have abundance, right? That we have an abundant life here on earth. So there's certain narratives, certain parts of our storyline that are just built in there. And I think it's really important to take time to remember those things. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times we can start going through life creating our own narratives that aren't truths. Yeah. They're actual untruths. Yeah. And who's the one that starts to feed that into our mind? The yeah. adversary. Absolutely. Right? So that's also another part of this story is there is, like any great story, mm-hmm. there is an adversary in the story. And he is in there trying to fill you with unbelief and fill you with fear and the layers in these thoughts of doubt and um, he starts to just really make you feel defeated. Yeah. 
And that can happen in our prayer lives, right? When you say these prayers and you're like, the first time you say that prayer, you have so much hope. That's why you say the prayer, right? There's hope Mm -hmm. that leads you to say that prayer. Like, I just have this feeling of hope. If I just can bring it to God, that something might change. A miracle could happen, right? Mm -hmm. And you give it to the Lord and you start being filled with hope and faith and belief, belief, and you're encouraged in your spirit. But what can happen over time, because prayers often aren't answered instantly, there's usually a period of waiting. For some, that could be a short period of time, right? We can have those quick answers to our prayers, but a lot of times there's long periods of time. Yeah. Like for some, it could be 25 years, like long periods of time. And in that time, that's the perfect opportunity for the adversary to come in and start layering doubt in, start laying, layering fear into your thoughts, And his ultimate plan is to make you forget who you're praying to, Mm -hmm. the author of your life. Yeah. That's when he wins. Absolutely. A hero and a villain. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) And the hero's already won, right? Yeah. The hero's already won. We actually know the conclusion. (laughs) Well, we just don't know the chapters maybe leading up to that. So that's kind of an incredible visual. And it makes me think, too, you said, like, sometimes, you know, you're waiting 25 years for an, an unanswered prayer. Some of the characters don't make it to the end of the story, right? So that's in, if you're reading a book, they don't know maybe part of the story at the end because we may go to heaven before here on, this life here on earth ends. So there are things that we will never know. And us humans wrestle with that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the adversary, he tries to grab your pen and try to doubt, you know, like just like Sarah said, create that doubt. He tries to rewrite your story. He tries to take you off, you know, uh, the path of God. We do the same thing though. We grab our own pen in the waiting, right? In the in the disbelief. And we try to write our own little plans that maybe we think sound better than what God has planned. Or frustration, mm-hmm. just that we don't know. The unknown is uncomfortable. Um, and I think a lot of these themes that can happen in our times of prayer um, really are answered in Psalm 37. And it's sort of, it's written by David. And I feel, and Sarah feels like it gives us maybe some more practical instruction as to what to do when we're trying to remember the author of life. We're trying to stay in the posture of a character in God's great big story, knowing our great big God. Do you want me to read the, yeah, read the it. portion? Yeah, read it right there. So th- Psalm 37, and I'm going to be just in verses 3 to 5. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Delight yourself in the Lord. And he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will do this. So there's a few steps in there. Trust in the Lord. Delight yourself in the Lord. And commit your way to the Lord. I just think that's so beautiful. Those are like action steps for us. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think what's cool too, as we're reading it again, I heard the phrase, pasture and how it's like this is like that safe place right and I think like we know the safest place to be is in God's will and under his grace mm-hmm. and I've actually had a phrase because I personally connect a lot with the storyline that we're talking about right now I've had prayers of moving to another home and having different communities and that has been what I would think at times delayed it hasn't happened as fast as I would like mm-hmm. and I just had the thought you know really just encouraged my spirit just today actually, or this week even more, but it was watering the grass that's right in front of you. And it's Mm. easy to look at the grass on the other side, right? And go, their grass is greener or that thing's greener. I want that 
other thing mm-hmm. that and you start to idolize that other thing but right here God's like no stay in this pasture stay in this land that I have you in right here because that's the safe place yeah right and mm-hmm. it's our brains our minds our wills can start to convince us that something else is better but the best place for us to be the safest place for us to be is in God's will exactly where he needs us to be in mm-hmm. that moment even if it's not where we think we should be or yeah. want to be yeah, and you think about those sheep guided by that by that shepherd yeah. in the pasture, right? Yeah. We're safe. Yes. We're protected. We're seen. Mm-hmm. Right? We're never lost. We're under his yeah. vision. Like, he always sees us. He knows what you're feeling even yeah. when you're frustrated or waiting. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So I think this is our encouragement, too, is like when you are, when the adversary maybe has come in, right? You've said the prayers. You've put, you believe mm-hmm. God has a promise for you in there. You had the hope adversary comes in, you start to feel the doubt and then maybe the fear and you start losing sight of what originally God had promised for you. Mm-hmm. That's your perfect moment to say, hey, I need to reset. Yeah, I need to remember. And I need to implement this right here, what Psalm 37 is saying. I need to trust. I need to delight. I need to commit. Yeah, And in that place, that's where you and I are going to regain our strength, our yeah. spiritual strength, because we're not drawing from us doing it. We're leaning in and saying, wait, I'm not the author. That's right. God is. Yeah. And God can pull every single string out there. He can move the stars. He can move the planets. He makes everything in this universe work. Mm-hmm. And he is bringing all things. Yeah. What is it? Romans 8.28 says God is working all things out for his good. That's right. And if we are staying in that place of delighting in him and worshiping him and just praising him for who he is, we're going to have more peace, first off. Yeah. We're going to enjoy our life so much more. Mm-hmm. We're going to forget about the little plans that we had. And we're going to see that God's glory will be revealed in our lives. That's right. In his perfect timing. Absolutely. And it says a few verses later, I just noticed on verse 7, it says, Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret. Do not fret. Right? We said pray without ceasing. Cast your cares of anxieties on him. Tell him all things. Don't compartmentalize anything out. But wait without fretting. Be still and just trust in him. Right? Sounds so easy. We know. We've all had seasons where it's not so easy, as Sarah said about moving. Mm -hmm. Um, My husband and I fostered our daughter for three and a half years. And I can tell you there were times when I fretted in my humanness. Absolutely. And I had to reset my mind all of the time. Literally daily, moment to moment, resetting my life that I am not the author of my daughter's story. He is. Right? So I can't take that pen. I have to trust him with her story. You have to trust him with your story, sister. He knows your story. He wrote it. He wants you to be engaging with him throughout the story. So he can direct you, and he can love you, and he can comfort you, and you can enjoy. Mm -hmm. You can enjoy your life of freedom, which we've already been given. Live in freedom. When we were just getting to this room to record, um, we had like some funny technical issues and some charging issues. So we just took a minute to just kind of pray and be and just think. Um, And I look up and there's a verse just sitting there. And I feel like it's just the perfect end to talking about waiting and just prayer and maybe unanswered prayers and how you may be feeling. We need to remember who we're praying to, as we've said, ladies, the author of life. And this verse, Psalm 62, 5, was right there, just sitting in a little card right above us before we recorded. I want to read it to you. Let all that I am wait quietly before God, for my hope is in him. We can have hope in him because we know who he is. 
all of our being can wait quietly before God. That also includes our minds, mm-hmm. right? All of us waiting, our minds, our bodies, our spirits, waiting for God for these answered prayers that we may or may not see, but we can hope in him because he is the author of life. So we hope this podcast encouraged you today. We will come back to prayer because prayer is a daily part of our relationship with God. So this is not a wrap-up for Prayer for Good. Um, It's actually spurred a lot of thoughts and interesting topics that I'm sure we'll come back to. We hope and pray this encouraged you, sister, and we want you to share it with her. So maybe you think of someone. Again, share it with her. And we can't wait for next month. Next week, we'll be kicking off a new theme. Show up every Monday to be encouraged. I hope you have a blessed day. Keep your eyes out, too. We have a new blog post that will be coming out shortly by um, Chelsea, who is actually on the podcast, which is so fun. So we're excited about that. So keep an eye out for that. And remember, as always, you can send us questions, prayers in the box. um, And we're here for you, girls. And we really just are praying that we are here to encourage you, that you're encouraged, and you go out there and encourage her. See you next Monday. Good morning. Ladies, I am so honored that you chose to spend some time with me this morning. I hope and pray that the Word of God encouraged you and that you feel inspired to now get out into the world and be a woman who chooses to encourage. Remember, Encourage Her is a God-given, purpose-driven ministry. This podcast is for the taking. It's free for the sharing. Please share it with her. Also, remember to subscribe, like, and follow us on Instagram at Encourage Her Wellness for your daily quick encouragements throughout the week. From now till then, stay encouraged and choose to encourage her. I'll see you next Monday. Love to you all.